Yo, 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 what it do, what it do. Welcome to episode 45 of the Welcome to the Big Leagues podcast, man. I am your host, Tone. You know I got the guys in the building with me. Uh, Quake, what's good, man? How you what's feeling, happening? dog? What's happening? I'm feeling good, brody. Energy up, man. You know it. Yes, sir. Tyler, what's good, dog? What's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome back, man. First time back in the new year. I know, man. How you feeling, dog? I feel good, bro. Like, starting with my homies, man. I just feel, this year feel good. Yeah, yeah. Feel good. Facts. Uh, shit, we ain't we ain't catch up the last time since. How, how was your uh, Christmas? You had a good holiday. Man, yeah, Jesus. Christmas was busy, bro. Like it was just busy. Like niggas ain't vacation or whatever. The break ain't feel like no break. I came back. I feel like more tired than I was before the break for real. But you had like a break good. from work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But it was like you know it was fulfilling though. Definitely fulfilling. Or you was in uh you was in uh, Hickory. D. I was in the D. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. D. What's he saying? D, D for Dallas or D for Detroit? Dallas. Okay, okay. We know Dallas. Okay, okay. T, we know you, man. You a big player, man. What, 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 you, what, you, what was the most expensive gift you bought? Man, this year, <laughs> <laughs> some jewelry. Some jewelry? I ain't going to specifics. Yeah. I bought some jewelry. Did you go to K? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> he was he was, man, he was nah. on some player shit just earlier before you walked in, making sure everybody got their packages. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah, checking some, up on you. Some, you know what I'm saying? Some make gifts sure came packages. in late, B, you feel me? Like okay. I was trying to make sure packages came in. You it know came what I'm in like, damn, Mr. Damn, it's like the shit to the sound. It came in later, did you? Came in late. Did you order late? This <laughs> nigga crazy, man. <laughs> Package came in. Okay. You know when people be wanting specific stuff, it be on back order and shit. Okay. So you okay. gotta get them a little like taste, like shit. What I really wanted to get, you know, what you really wanted on back order about. So I got them, you know, I get them something. something yeah, know, just to get them right. Little back order You know, motherfuckers be making their damn Christmas, you know, demands late as hell, and then be some popular ass shit, and that shit uh -huh. backed up. Like so. a Stanley Cup. No, you want a Stanley? What is that shit? <laughs> I've been seeing that know. shit. What is? I see niggas like, fighting over. But you know how Yeti used to be popular. Yeah, it's like now Stanley, like the new thing that's popular. It's the, now. Yeah, it's the it's the style of the cup and shit it's just like, like that. Yeah. I felt old. Oh, I thought it was some hockey shit. Man, that Stanley Cup. Been out. <laughs> yeah, nah, that shit been out though. Yo, Yo I'm saying, like, I was like, what is the Stanley Cup? Bro? Sp speaking of hockey though, you I had uh, ESPN had posted a little fight. It was like fight of the year, right? It was mm -hmm. like a hockey fight. It was mm -hmm. a black dude versus a white dude. They they was just skating, but the, you didn't know the black dude was black at first, cause you know what I'm saying you couldn't kind of tell. And I was just watching the fight. I'm like, okay, dope fight. Okay, oh shit, nigga black. The whole it had a roller coaster emotion. But the funniest part of the whole thing was the comment in the video, cause somebody after I watched the video, I was like, damn, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I go to the comments anytime a video is too interesting. The video, somebody was like, bro, as a black person, this was a roller coaster of emotions. You, first of all, you started out, you didn't even know the dude was black, and then he started getting hands on him. Like, the nigga started getting whooped on, bop, bop, bop. Next thing you know, he started coming back. But he ain't coming back how he's supposed to come back, but he ended up winning the fight because in hockey, you win the fight when somebody touched the ice. He ended up making the white dude touch the ice and everything like that, but it was just like, damn, he came out, got served. It was a roller coaster emotion. He was like, oh, shit, he black. Root for him, and then the nigga start getting served, and you was like, "Damn, the fuck, fuck going on?" Then he start winning a little bit, and then he come the back. And like, yeah, no, that shit was funny. Yeah. But um, where y'all want to get started at, man? Cat Williams had the goddamn internet on fire this week. On fire. That joint was he funny, do. bro. He do. That joint was good. That was a way to start the new year, bro. Like he had everything. He had jokes. He had tea. He had inspiration. He had motivation. Like he had like every topic. Yeah. It was uh, it was uh, dope to see how, like you said, it was masterful. He was able to have jokes and do like some stand up elements into the middle of the interview where you could kind of take your pieces out and stuff like that. The biggest question that I have, do you what do you, how what do you think was the biggest takeaway that do you think he was coming out with majority of truth or is it like coming there to like promote his stand up that he got coming or what do you, what do you think it was? All of the above. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was all of the above too, but. Um, he did, you know, go into some stuff that, you know, us on this level or, you know, the people on the ground level did not know. No. Yeah, yeah. Or like more so like, like the like the the like when he when you say the word Illuminati, it's like, oh <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When he say that, would he be like, 
all these people got white women. I didn't want to go that route. Like, they gave that to them. I'm like, mm. whoa. Then you think about, like, when he was talking about, like, how, like, some of the major artists that done came in, or, I mean, actors, as far as, like, Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, I ain't, Kevin Hart worked hard, you know what I'm saying? We know he, you know, he worked hard. But, like, he's trying to say the roles that he got, some of the roles that he got is, like, off them giving it to him, and he really not wanting to do them, but he got to do them anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got no leverage to say, nah, I ain't doing that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. The 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 thing that got me is, yeah, he, he did spill, uh, you know what I'm saying? He was telling a lot of behind the scenes and stuff like that. I can. But I don't think that you can... It's definitely dope to have that he has his moral compass, and you know what I'm saying because it was a lot of stuff that I, you know, people have tried to throw dirt on his name, saying he did drugs and do all that stuff. To hear him come out and talk and really explain his side of the story, I think was dope. It was good insight, but also at the same time, I don't think that he can pass judgment on the person that did take that role or whatever necessary because you don't know where they was at in that journey. That's how your journey turned out. You know what I'm saying? But right. like, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart taking that role to. Maybe you know what I'm saying we're addressed that 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 was what he had to, you know what I'm saying that's just right. what he think I don't I wouldn't knock the person that did that I wouldn't do it maybe you know what I'm saying but I'm not gonna like you know what I'm saying nah, definitely saying knock the thing. Knock, yeah. definitely not knock him but basically you know because you then that way it kind of come off as like nah but you yeah. hear people I, like I done heard Denzel say it like I'm not doing a role I'm not comfortable doing mm-hmm. and but you know but then you got your girl what's her name T R J P N C like they not paying. So motherfuckers like, well, I gotta do this to get my bread. You exactly. Know what that's, what I, that's what so that's like, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can't knock them. Yeah. But you gotta give the people that's like, like standing nah, with their morals. Yeah. The utmost respect. Exactly. You got, yeah. You got yeah. You got exactly. To. And I don't say I don't think he was necessarily like knocking niggas. He was just saying like what was happening. And then I feel like with Kevin Hart specifically, it was a lot of like responding to what Kevin <laughs> had been saying to that, him and, about I, him. Yeah. That's and. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it's interesting that, like, you know, everybody's thing to say is, like, he was on, on drugs. drugs. Yep. And he stand on, like, bruh, no, I never was. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, like, the default thing to say. Cat on drugs. <laughs> like, still, like, st- even like, in responding, that was, like, they thing. It's kind of, like, I think, like, when you younger, like, you, like when you see, like, Cat getting arrested and all that stuff, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, that nigga probably on drugs. Like, you just write that shit off. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But then it's just, like, you get older, you kind of start... Damn, you know, like, maybe that nigga was, like, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of media. Like, yeah. you ain't never, like, everybody else that they was on drugs, you done seen them, you done seen pictures, they done, you done talked to drug. you know what I'm saying? He the only one that's like, I don't know, you know what I mean? So, I hear what you're saying, but then, like, it's so much crazy footage of Cat. Not even footage. With his photos. his photos, that's what and it's I saying. Know, yeah. I don't know if it's his his his, his, his old age or him not having his makeup <laughs> on when he doing shows or nah, it's the hair. Nigga, it's hair. the hair. They just be looking, <laughs> make him just look ten times worse. Like nigga, you did that shit. <laughs> Nah, uh, every time you see a picture of Cat and he got his hair in like a perm and it's like mm-hmm. messed up and shit like that, that was the one they tried to associate with the drug shit. It made him look sure. crazy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of dis. They was trying to get out in front of it. I see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? When Cat was with Cat's talking about the the powers at B or whatever the case may be, they'll try to get out in front of it and go ahead and discredit you. Year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Way before the shit even getting ready to hit the fan because they want to like they want to have the popular opinion of saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, this nigga words don't mean shit." So whenever he get to talking, niggas is gonna try yeah. to write that shit off. You he know on what I'm saying? Like still, mm-hmm. but, well, when I heard that, nigga, that nigga say this is his nineteenth 
100 crazy, bro. You got to salute crazy, that. Bro. You got 12 to. Netflix specials. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, and I, and I, I watched stand-up comedy here and there, but I know that one, I don't even know what year that was. Pimp Chronicles. Pimp right, Chronicles. Yes, he oh, seven. He shut the city. He <laughs> shut the media world down with that one. That, yeah, that was no 07. Lie. I ain't seen nobody doing it. And then even him talking about, like, with that, like, from his first... Show it was all him production and all like he invested all his money so you gotta think bro like that's back when DVDs was going crazy nigga everybody had that DVD back in the day like mm-hmm. going dummy and that's all him and just like the fact that he was able to stay consistent because he started that way he kind of said like I started that way why would I ever go away from that mm-hmm. I broke into it how do y'all feel about um, when he started talking about people like. Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer when it come to like, you know what I'm saying, not being as funny or stealing jokes and stuff like that because he brought up both of them situations where mm-hmm. both of them stole jokes, you know what I'm saying? And it's kind of crazy because I didn't even see the parallel between like Steve Harvey and then hanging with Mr. Cooper, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. I watched hanging with Mr. Cooper and For I'm sure. like, damn, after the fact, that's crazy, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially when it come out to find out that Steve Harvey wear the man unit, you know what I'm saying? But like- That was funny Yeah, too. but like, everything is duplicatable, bro. Ain't nobody, even with the music, you see everybody using these, um, what you call it? Uh, when they, samples, they using samples. But I, niggas still knock that shit. I when they, they figure nigga, out. I mean, they, go, they, they knock it, but it's, it's, it's money still being made. You see what I'm saying? Like, now, with I don't know how I go in the joke community. Like, Buddy said, yeah, that's a nice joke. He added his own flavor to it. I mean, he, it, he definitely took the joke, but <laughs> it, worked, the thing, it like, worked for him, though. It yeah, yeah, it did work for him. So it's like, it's like, I think it's more of a respecting, like, just because it make you money don't make that shit correct. I guess that's no, all that, it becomes. No, yeah, that's all it come back to. Man. I think that's all. Like, yeah, if you're successful with it, but if you consistently successful with biting from other people, like, what is that? You feel me? Like, well, I think I in both of those instances, in both of those instances, it was kind of like that person took something and then didn't even credit or then tried to discredit exactly. that person from yeah, doing yeah, it. And yeah, I think that yeah. was the biggest issue yeah. right so it was like you know steve harvey um took his stuff but didn't even like you know what i'm saying say where it came from or like you know what i'm saying give homage or anything like that or like even try to maybe when steve harvey show got hot man when mr cooper ain't on there like put him on there episode just to let him get his face back or you know what i'm saying something yeah. like that to like help you do that cedric the entertainer took his joke how y'all acknowledge it behind the scenes, but then when you come out into the public, you like, yeah, Cat Williams ain't shit. He really ain't, you know what I'm saying? Then you try to talk down on his name. I never, type really, thing I like never that. but I see, I, I didn't, I didn't, hear, I never really. Have you ever heard? They saying that? that there was a spread before. Cat Williams said the whole purpose of him coming on there is because they came on Club Shay Shay and they all did talk yeah, down on his name and on the thing, and he was like. Ricky Smiley, Cedric. They Anderson, said Cat Steve. Williams' name in the interview. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was really not. That's why I feel like the interview, I feel like timing-wise, it was the tour. Because this tour is starting this year. But the rest of it, I feel like it's really on some, like... Shannon didn't have to do much because Cat Williams already had already in his, had in what his mind what he was I'm coming to back. do. He already, yeah. he he already said, bro, when he was talking about it with, like, Ocho and shit like that after the thing, he was like, bro, one minute into the thing, you know, um, I told him, how you doing? We took a shot. I asked him how you doing. He started going, and I'm like thinking in my head, like, do I go back to my cue cards and ask him a question, yeah. or do I let him rock? And he was like, shit, I let him rock. And that nigga, you know what I'm saying? That shit <laughs> that was just beautiful. That nigga, nigga Shannon said, wow. One thing I'm thinking about too is more so like, <laughs> why do people get mad? And I can see why people get mad because it's like something you created. It's a creative force. But like, say if you come out and be like, I meditate 30 minutes a day, and it's been helping me wonder. Somebody go and take that. You're not going to be mad. That ain't the same. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But like you're giving. What are you comparing that to? I guess is my I'm question. Giving it, I'm, I'm He's just, talking about art, like an art form, or just anything that you're sharing with the world, bro. Like people are going to look into it, you know, buy into it, and take what they can get away from it. Nah, that's you know what not saying? the same. Nah. It's 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 uh, like a mindset or a teaching versus like a uh, like an art a, art or, a or, or something living. that you're selling. You know what I'm saying? It's like all right, you have a product, right? It's only certain amount of market share that you're willing to give up to make sure that your product is eaten. You know what I'm saying? And something like art is really objective and subjective. So the the more people that you have in your art space, the more clouded the thing is for your shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Cat Williams probably went to a certain type of comedy because it wasn't too many people in that, com- you know what I'm saying, that 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 field, just to be, be able to carve out his niche. Now, the more it's, it's welcoming for other people to come on into that style of comedy or whatever the case may be, but when you take his thing verbatim or something like that, now you're getting into my market share of to where it's kind of knocking it down, and I think people just get kind of aggressive with that, trying to protect their stuff. Now, I ain't saying that, it, like you said, flattery is a form of, you know what I'm saying, imitation is a form of flattery and all that stuff is going to get duplicated, but being able to take it from it and then like not credit it or not acknowledge where that came is is taken from that market space and people gonna protect that that. i feel that and i feel like back then you gotta think of the time and too like shit your ip was everything back then like now and then back then it's so much easier to get away with it because there's no social media that's why niggas ain't confirming it was his (laughs) joke till now and that shit was 20 years ago because if you wasn't watching comic view live on BET, yeah. you ain't know that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like niggas had to go back, put clips, and on find it. clips yeah. and shit. You I know what I'm saying? I actually seen it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah like me too. put it side by side. Yeah, they let you tell it. like they, so they, I seen it on you Twitter. have no. But yeah. this 20 years later, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like back then, ain't nobody had no clue. Cause when nobody on Instagram, like if you ain't go to the show or watch the show, you just like you had no clue. So I think now it's like, right. and then like you said, it's one thing like flattery, but it's like you stole, you you did the joke. Changed up a little bit and then took all the credit. Never even like, oh, I seen Cat before. Like, nah, it is similar. Like, it's none of that. It's, it's me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the the asshole part. And then like, and it's all about what they be saying. Like, if you disrespect me in public, apologize in public. That's what it is. It's like they saying he's saying like in, behind the scenes they apologizing. They trying to get him to come on toward them, etc. But in public, like, nah, for, you know that nigga ain't shit. That nigga on drugs. That nigga, right, you know so, what I'm saying? So. All right, yeah, look, fuck all the controversial shit. What's something that you learned about Cat Williams that you did not know? Nigga, that he had, that he took on seven kids and he was taking care of them motherfuckers by himself. No, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I think that that right there, sh- like, shows some, like, shows the character of him, you know what I mean? Because right. he didn't have to do it and they all that's adopted. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're like adopted kids. I think that that's huge. You know what I'm saying? That's the character because he helping, reaching down. I think he doing his part. That was dope. I didn't know about that, Cat Williams. What about you, T? Um, back to 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 um when he said from his first special he did all he paid all the production everything like right. that was all him just knowing that like even back then he understood the importance of that like a lot of people see even now like you know more recently a lot of comedians are starting to say oh I got my own production company I pay all my camera guys myself you know what I'm saying then I sell my whatever my final product is to a Netflix or a Comedy Central or whatever when, you know, the norm was to have somebody fund everything and then you get Try your, you know, cut or right. all that. So, like, right. to me, that's the stuff to be fired, like, knowing that he was forward thinking in that. Like, he just, and, and like, Business just, now, like, sure. you know, just that, 
not that like you thought he was unintelligent, but just like kind of like under like him talking about his childhood stuff and just really how he had just been emancipated or independent since thirteen was just interesting to see. Yeah, but no. I think that speaks to a lot too, as far as just like just intellectual. Like even when he started talking about like um, <laughs> he was homeless and he. Everybody out there was on drugs. He was like, yeah, that, that let me know. Like, I ain't about to do be on no drugs. Like, every single person out here was on something, and this is and they was at the top of the world. Right. And then the drugs got them here, so it's kind of like, yeah, right. nah. So everything was going right for me, man. What, what, yeah. yeah. What, what about what about you? What Same you thing he's saying. Just like the since thirteen until whatever he got his first show, or whatever. Just the, you know, the sense of awareness, the sense of. The, the the hustle he had, yeah, you know, what I was I'm about saying? to say, just the just the 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 relentlessness he had of just like, I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna be something, but like like he sure. said, yeah. when you had that first baby, all that other stuff on the other side of the fence, I can't do that no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He had that sense of, sense of mind too. So like, and then I just talked, and then he was, well, people didn't, I don't, I don't know if people heard it, but he was saying like, um, he said he met, I forget what comedian he said he met in the kitchen. But he said he met in the kitchen because that's where all the kids would be. Yeah, Nick and his kids was back there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he bring he going on show. He got his kids in the back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's like, why he I thought taking it was crazy. his kids with him on the regular. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying that's mm -hmm. dope too. So like, yeah, man, he's 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 a wonderful guy. You, you know, you think these comedians be, you know, silly or yeah, you know what I'm saying they he, he really on it. Um, like just to speak to his resilience, man. Just the fact that he had the discipline and the mindset at. 13 or whenever he said he got to the uh got to Miami from Dayton, Ohio. That man said I was in Coconut Grove Park. I would wake up every morning and go fucking to the library and just study for eight hours a day. Yeah. Nigga, to have that discipline at that age and shit like that is fucking crazy. And then come back and it was like, you know what I'm saying, making two thousand dollars a day doing whatever the fuck my hustle was doing that he was doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is just crazy. That's just survival. That you know what I'm saying? But like the universe gonna make a way, whatever the fuck, the nigga, you know what I'm saying? They see certain shit going on. Yeah, no, nah, that is eight hours a day. But he always he said when he came up, he was well read. Yeah, no, no, no I'm yeah. saying he was already saying he was well read. But I'm yeah. saying to keep that discipline when you ain't got shit, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Man, like thirteen he, is just crazy. I've been hearing bro. that lately, man. A lot of motherfuckers is well read. You know oh yeah, In the oh, interviews yeah. I've been watching. But I was I was going to trend. Now I'm transitioning to the thing. But like like we was talking, you were saying that like most comedians and the fact that he might have came out and played Money Mike or just like you said, you've seen wild pictures and stuff. You it was you didn't really know that 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 other side of him existed. You know right. what I'm saying? So that was just a side that he portrayed to the world to now be able to get his point across and his message and stuff like that. And uh, somebody Ooh. else who just did a, a recent interview, uh, Charleston White. He's coming to. He's kind of similar the same way. Um, I played the song <laughs> at the intro of the thing, and he was talking about how, you know, he had been talking about the same stuff that he's talking about now, having the same principles, but nobody was paying attention. Nobody was hearing him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. He had to get ignorant. You know what I'm saying? For people to just even, turn, like, look yeah, up. You know what I'm saying? Him. Look his way, or even throw anything like that. And then now he can kind of steer you what you're saying. But like, how do you feel about that approach? Uh, of getting it just by any means necessary. I mean, I shit, I, I'm all with it. I'm all with it. Every mm -hmm. a lot of these rappers, a lot of these, you know, uh, content people have got on through controversy. Uh, a lot of the comedians that's going online, Drewski, uh, Desi, uh, the Just Hilarious is of the world, Ben Denon, all this stuff is based off controversy of what happens between person to person. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really. They not putting positive lights on stuff. It's just a net. It ain't, it ain't gonna say it's negative. It's a negative light to make you laugh, 
in the sense. You know what I'm saying? So um, with Charleston White, you know, I'm I'm a fan now. <laughs> I'm definitely a fan. Um, I feel like he's I'm more like him than I thought. You know what I'm saying? In the sense, like he be saying all this stuff, I don't fuck because it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was saying fuck Dion the whole interview. And and I and at first I'm like, damn, Dion, like he's an icon. But like he like, fuck Dion, nigga. You all need you know how many kids down here not eating that I, I listen to and talk to on a daily. You know how many people I'm getting out of jail and doing this and that. They ain't worrying about Dion. Y'all the ones idolizing Dion. And that shit, I'm like, yo, that shit makes so much sense. It makes so much fucking sense. Or just like how, like, he be saying, King, fuck King Von. Now, like, you know, you don't know, nobody wants to hear fuck somebody that's dead, right? Well, when you, when you start to look back some of the stuff he did, I mean, I can understand that one. You know what I'm saying? But you understand. Why I you mean, understand I do understand fuck D. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I say, I'm just saying that, like, we actually, well, the culture was glorifying a serial killer. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we that was going fine. That, all the other stuff is irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I was saying about the Dion saying, I, I you know what I'm saying, agree with it. Because he made me think about the big, bigger picture. Yeah. Him and Dr. Umar with the with the Jackson State and how the Colorado and just, like, the black dollar is circulating right. through the community and all that stuff. I wasn't thinking about that, that stuff at right. first. So I can't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But Dion can also say, well, I did do this. You know what I'm saying? Take, take steps. And it, he can kind of combat that where, with some things. The King Von, I don't think you can combat that shit at all. Like I, I mean, yeah, yeah, Dion can combat that, but he's not saying Dion's a bad person. Yeah, yeah, that's like what I'm, that. that's what I'm saying. Saying, y'all keep idolizing this man. Stop idolizing him and idolize some of these other black coaches that's doing it the right way. You know, so many people on the, the there's so many black coaches around you that you don't even look at, congratulate, say thank you for what you're doing, appreciate you working with my son. You just thinking, I want my son to go play for Dion. When he 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 doing he worried about his boy, you know what I'm saying? He doing his son a service. Not saying he doing other not not saying he not doing other kids a service. But one of his main points was was, nigga, how many people feel abandoned when he left Jackson State? How many kids came to Jackson State for Dion? Had that father figure, had that structure, had that presence, and got it snatched away. He said, them the kids that's in my phone. So yeah, it's easy to say fuck Dion. Everybody just worried about his the money he making and what he doing and shit. He only won four games. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's like, he only yeah, won. Yeah, so the love's not going to be mad. It, it's two It is definitely two sides of the coin. But my biggest thing with him, bro, um, you know, with Charleston White, he, he said he was an activist. He was a youth advocate. Um, you know, he had been doing this stuff for 12 years. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody knew that. All we thinking is he ignorant based off he's saying, fuck that rapper. I'm snitching. And he said he's snitching because he, he said he didn't even call it snitching. He said, I'm telling on you. And he said he'll tell the person, I'm telling on you. Which makes sense. You know what I'm saying? He said, I got a 501c3 <laughs> in my community. He said, I ain't never did no grants. <laughs> I ain't never did no donations. All this stuff was served by the community. And he said, and one of the reasons is because I go tell the dope boys, nigga, if you don't go give me some money, I'm telling on you. <laughs> and, and, every week. You know, you know what's crazy is that, you know, is Charleston White is definitely I don't. I didn't even know about Charleston White for real before I watched the Cam Newton. All I seen on Charleston White was like some no jumper shit with Charleston White there, or like some shit on YouTube. He arguing with somebody. I didn't even like listen to anything he said. Like you know right. what I'm saying. Like I didn't even hear. I don't even. I didn't know what Charleston White stood for before the Cam Newton interview. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. So 
that was dope to see that eye opening and stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying? It's, no, I'm it's definitely just, a fan. What, you get, <laughs> I know oh, it looked like Tyler was look like he wanted to say something about a couple things over here. But yeah. no, I went and saw Umar uh, like, uh, last week. I wanted to ask you about that too, yeah. But um, he kind of he made me he he couldn't he he shed a light on the Dion thing and just kind of explaining the way I wasn't really thinking of. But yeah, like. I don't think it's as much fuck Dion, cause I, you know, I ain't gonna never be on no fuck nobody. But I think, you know, what I'm saying like overall, I think I I miss I ain't completely understand the whole picture too, of like yeah. him taking, basically taking everything out of a black community and basically putting it in a wh- white community. Like that's the biggest thing. And if if you know, if your if your overall goal is to impact you know people in the community then, you know, that ain't what you did. And yeah. so it was a selfish move. Like, it, it's hard to say it because we got respect for Dion, but it was. Like, he wasn't thinking about the community. And, like, he was one thinking about the black people yeah, or yeah. the community yeah. with, with the move. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was about self. I think that's the biggest thing to take away from it. So, yeah, I, I, I respect it. I respect it. You know, a, a lot of the times, you know, the internet, I, 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 well, a lot of times I talk about the internet and it can kind of come off as negative or something like that, but you got to be grateful because, right, you have, you, the internet can provide a place where you can seek your knowledge in any type of way that is compelling, I mean, like, compelling to you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, boom, you have, the internet has made it to where you have a, to the left extreme, like Dr. Umar, and then you have a to the right extreme, like Charleston White, and they kind of preaching the same thing to the middle. It's just mm-hmm. how they're delivering it, right? Yeah, they got different you, delivery. You know what I'm saying? It's like they kind of preaching the same thing, and they're both talking about being on the ground level, not being so celebrity-based, really actually reaching their hands out and helping the people that they're talking to and then receiving that back. And you know what I'm saying? But whatever gets put on the Internet is just all ignorant or like all like, but it's distraction. Yeah. You but know like, what I'm saying? But like, that, like you're saying, both deliveries, both of their deliveries has got them to the point where now everybody want to listen. Now they can share. share what they, that's what, that's what, what I was saying. About. Yeah, that's what and I was it, saying. And it's crazy. Like, they had to do it that way. But, I mean, the point is them, people are hearing the message. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's crazy. It's all through this platform of podcasting. Yeah. With Umar, I think it was uh, one thing that was interesting was saying how hard it is to find people to work with because – Saying that too. As a, he's and like people see a lot of people see him as celebrities. Like, bro, I'm still knocking on doors to try to make change and stuff. Like, people think I'm just like living some kind of lavish life. It's like, nah. Like, my overall goal is still our people type of thing. And I think he he taught some real good stuff, bro. Because it's like even even like somewhat relating to cat. Like, just us as a people, like. We'll lose our moral code for some cake, bro. Like any time, like, and I think you know that's the. He said that, and he was just like, "Bro, we not really." He was basically like saying, "Like we not necessarily, we don't necessarily want equality. We just like want white people to like us, type shit. Like it ain't even awesome. Like we want better. We just like uh, like just don't like, just don't hate me as much, type shit. Like." I don't know. The the shit with Ish, bro, was actually nuts. Like, some of the shit he was saying, like, really blew my mind. But I think it really be niggas thinking that. Like, he was, he said some shit like, uh, I think the rich white person cares more about the rich black person than the poor white person. I was just like, bro, like, niggas will touch a little bread and just lose their fucking mind, bro. 
Like, you know what well, I'm saying? I mean, it's a it's a famous line. It don't matter what you is, you still nigga. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's just like that's that's the that's the basis of the fact. But uh the thing that I uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'll try to get back to it, but yeah. Um that's the thing. You still nigga don't matter how much money you come across or whatever the case may be, you still are looking, you know what I'm saying, like that. So that is that is kinda Yeah, I think like he was just basically saying like deep down that most niggas like is really more of a white acceptance than with really wanting like desire for white acceptance than really like wanting your own and all of that. And I just did that shit be seeming accurate for most niggas. Like niggas just want some bread where they can see, you know, feel like they can be at the same level as white people. I think it's really just like it's I don't even know if it's about does so much about the black or the white so much. It's about self. You know what I'm saying? It's just like people don't even yeah. give a fuck about the next person that much. That it's like, shit, my money is my money and I ain't That's even thinking it, about yeah. the fucking next person. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's so jaded in that sense that it's like our sense of community has been dwindled down tr- tremendously, especially in the black. It's like, shit, nigga, you don't talk to me, I don't talk to you until like something is beneficial to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Something like that. Because you see it a lot of times and I think this was a point that Umar was making too. A lot of people say that they won't change, won't change, but then as soon as they get a better position or climb the social ladder or whatever the case may be, all that shit goes out the window and it's just like, I'm happy where I'm at. That's where I got to. All that, I'm not even thinking about that no more. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 something to, to think about. I mean, but even when it's never good enough, bro. I was going to ask, what do you feel the responsibility is? Do you feel like that is somebody's responsibility to do that? Or is it just like, I mean, if something happens, that's something we should be grateful for and just applaud and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you definitely should be grateful for what anybody do for somebody that's not a part of their family or generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, first is you get, get you right, then you go back and get your immediate and then your whole family right, and then you start pouring in the community. And then, like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? They want you to do something in the community every freaking day. You see what I'm saying? If that's not your role... You see what I'm saying? You got people for that. You got people like me for that. Like, I'm with the kids every day. Now, maybe you don't want to be down here with the kids every day, but, hey, bro, I will support you. Throw your dollars. One thing I can say about anybody in my circle that got, you know, uh, some type of celebrity status, when I've asked for help with what I do with the kids, they come through. And and, and sometimes I can get mad and be like, bro, I know you could do more than that. But, shit. You grateful for what they have. You got to be grateful for that because they didn't have to do that. They, they, that ain't their responsibility. This is my passion. Yeah. That ain't their passion. I think a lot you know of people got to take gratitude just into accountability and all things they have because we get so, um, I guess, used to shit happening or, or whatever the case may be. We don't have to take a time to step back and just, like you said, be appreciative of the little stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just every day you could be appreciative. You know what I'm saying? But we just wake up and ignore a lot of shit. So. And most of the people it, that's complaining, if they was up and had that money, we would be complaining about them too. I be feeling like, uh, like mentally wise, like us as a people, like aren't going to progress unless there feels like there's some kind of sense of responsibility of changing, impacting the community Unity. when you get up. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Like that's just like man, Umar made a point when he said uh, there was a point when Harvard started giving away scholarships to. Yeah, to yeah, all yeah. minority people because they had so much their money. alumni was making more than was giving back more to the school and they were making more money than the whole state of Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they have a sense of responsibility of pouring back into the community. And I feel like we ain't really been taught that. We've been taught on some when we get up, make sure our family good, and then it's just like, 
shit, you know, if I give y'all something cool, nigga, but it's just like, it's no sense of responsibility to the community. And I feel like that's why it's harder for us to progress. Because for us to progress in America, it's going to take fucking ma- bread, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, like, it's mentality. But it all comes back to mentality. And I feel like when we get up, it's we lose a sense of, like, community and responsibility to help everybody sometimes. And I just, we'll just stay in the same place. I think some people don't understand the the money aspect part of it, though, either, right? So it's like, we talk so right now you could you I was talking to we was we was we was having a conversation, me and a couple of homies. We was having a conversation and I don't even think that everybody understands what generational wealth is or something like that. So you go, you know what I'm saying? You gotta have a b- bench line to be able to start to be able to then be able to get back and put into your, you know what I'm saying, community. Because we was talking and then uh somebody said that, you know, John Wall had generational wealth. And it's like, okay, yes, he has a lot of money, but generational wealth is supposed to like your people coming up after you if they don't work or they something they can still be able to live comfortably and everything like that with all that coming if john wall family never made another dollar they would go broke you see what i'm saying because they have what you it ain't it ain't enough money but we have a sense of like what generational wealth is it's a black person in our community like this nigga threw out john wall for generational wealth when we got michael jordan you see what i'm saying like i would have rather him said michael jordan had generational wealth and you ought to have been like, okay, I understand that because now he done created the brand and stuff like that that's going to make him money. Michael Jordan's son ain't never had to work. You know what I'm saying? His daughters ain't never working. I'm pretty sure they, his kids ain't working because they are, they're doing that on a regular basis. To even think that somebody with $50 million is supposed to be doing the same thing that somebody with $2 billion or something like that is doing is where we kind of have the the lines getting crossed. You know what I'm saying? We got to understand the money aspect and really understand what wealth is and then we can create the wealth and then be able to pr- produce and provide for our community and stuff like that. We don't... Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to disagree with you with the point of, like, I don't think generational wealth is for the next person down not to work. That's the definition of generational wealth. Uh, I wouldn't nah, say not, not to work, work necessarily, but it's, but but it's you that... Set up. Like, yeah, you yeah, should yeah, have yeah. a house, you should have a, a, yeah. a, a home, you should have some land put up, but like, Nigga, you gonna have to get up and do something. Like I'm gonna say, generational cool. wealth to me is less about just a huge amount of money, but having investments, businesses, etc., for your family to continue. You know what I'm saying? That's Whether what it's I, like a brand, like, and I. And that's why I'm saying, like, I would, I wouldn't argue that John Wall don't have generational wealth because I mean, he definitely has accumulated. I feel like enough money to say he does. It just depends on what he did with that. Yeah, like, did he go buy? properties did he go invest in so you know what i'm saying like i would argue that most if you play in nba longer than five to six years on more than a veteran minimum you know veteran um salary you know as long as you manage that well you should have generational wealth like i don't think generational wealth it don't mean that niggas ain't never got to work and niggas niggas just sit up for life for four generations but it's enough to where you know, I put this together and, you know, it's going to multiply. And as long as y'all keep following suit, that shit going to continue to multiply. Like, if I get $100 million and then I invest $20 million to a trucking company and that shit flip every other year, that's enough to have generational wealth for the next two, four, you know, But we only look at it. We, uh, the only way I was saying that is because we only look at that as a good outcome, right? Of, like, you just said you invested $20 million and it flipped. What if you had 
$75 million and you invested $20 million and it was gone. Now you just lost $20 million. That's what I'm saying. That right there is when you have a, a lump sum of money, John Wall made $250 million in his whole career and never made another dime. I don't think that that was the infrastructure that they needed to set up generational wealth. Now, if he went and invested it into a business that is now going to continue to make money every year and stuff like that, okay, now he set up himself for generational wealth to come in the future. But if his son come and he know $250 million, they could blow that shit in a, in, in a, in a couple years. You know what I'm saying? If well, they're not living right. So here's the thing. Just because niggas can blow the shit don't mean it ain't generational wealth. If nigga made $250 million, that's generational wealth. Now, but niggas that, he be made, done he don't with it. No more dollars after no, that doesn't all. matter. But if you had a product, so like the Jordan brand product is making a billion dollars a year annually, continuously, and it's been doing so for X amount of years, right? So that right there, if he don't never make another money that's in his account, that is still going to be producing money for him. You see what I'm saying? And his kids do work for the Jordan brand. They don't have another job where it's outsourced. You see what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. So John Wall is him. Let's say okay. Let's say him, his mom. His kids, let's say he got four kids. His and wife. we also taking the total number of, you know what I'm saying, the number so, that John Wall had versus what he's probably So you still don't think $100 million is enough? I think that's enough to get started and can get you the foundation. I don't think that that right there, just I having a lump count. sum of $100 million Most is niggas it. don't make but $50,000 a year. If you, add, if, you, if you break that down, okay. but I'm, so, okay, 50 times 2 is 100. Hundred thousand times twenty. That's forty years. So two. That's what two million. So two million for a lifetime ain't enough to live for five people. Then that times that's ten million. So you got a hundred fifty. You also just so that's just, not you, enough. You also just cut their lifestyle down from what they no. That's what I'm saying. That's, fifty thousand. But that's why I say you don't. Because the the reason you argue against generational wealth is because niggas want to have million dollar homes and whips and all that's, that shit. That's, that's what but if you talk that don't to me that don't make disqualify you from generational wealth because you can't buy Lambos and million dollar cribs. No, no, generational no, no. wealth is being able to live that could be sustainably rich and freely. A yeah, that's it. But I but I, it's not generational wealth just because they can't spend twenty million a year because that ain't realistic. You know what I'm saying? That that's how I look at like yeah like Jordan make whatever, two billion or whatever. Like, yeah, like, his kids can live lavish, but it don't make it not general we generational wealth if they just had a crib, could vacation three times a year, could live average. That don't make it not generational wealth for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? From what Jordan was, from what they dad provided in the in the lifestyle that they had to now, now that they are in control, they have to take a huge, drastic step back in lifestyle. That's all, but that, that doesn't make it not generational just because now I can't go on vacation every month and I can't buy a Lambo when I want to and I can't buy a crib. Like, that don't make it not generational wealth. To me, generational wealth is just being sustainable. Like, just being not, not like you said, not having to work. I got a crib. I got a car. I ain't going to never want for no groceries. I ain't going to never want for so any necessity. It, so, what, so that is only dwindling the money. Is only dwindling the money. If you if John Wall started with two hundred fifty million, right, and left his left his family with two hundred and fifty million, 
the, it, living bills, living and all that stuff every single day is dwindling the money. There's nothing coming in adding to the money. Yeah, because but you're not putting in the value of nigga. These motherfuckers gotta go to work. Eh? But <laughs> even if they don't, but, bro. but I'm saying the generational wealth part is supposed to set them up. So they are just it's continuing the path. Like like not, ESPN, not ESPN, the owner of ESPN. The owner of the ESPN created a product or, or service or something like that, so where his family don't have to worry about it. It is generational. Keep coming. It, there's not running out. Th that's what I'm saying. We keep saying generational wealth is something that is a lump sum. We're not creating Nobody a product a or no. But I do, it's, it's getting to but a number of money. I, I didn't say. I argued that it isn't. But even if it ain't, nigga, if my left my family 250 million, bro, that's on them if they blow it in four generations. You can. Uh, a family, four generations of a family can live very good for what four generations? What are the eighty? Whatever years. I also gave years. John Wall a whole lump sum of two hundred fifty million. That I'm not sure that. that but okay, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot. Million, and, then, and, then, and then you putting the lump sum all in cash, like that two fifty million can be spread out into. A whole bunch of assets, bro. Like we, say, we we keep saying that, but we we talking about people that played in the NBA and black people. Seventy five percent of NFL niggas go broke. They make a lot of money, and sixty five percent of NBA niggas go broke. They make a lot of money, so it can't, and they go broke in their lifetime. So it can't be generational. Bro, okay, well, not, no, no, it, it, it can be I'm generational. I don't think niggas be having the the My smarts whole, to make it. But I'm saying I'm not gonna argue that it's not generational wealth. Just because niggas don't know how to spend it. My whole mind, my whole statement when I first started was saying we don't know money. But you that's, were saying with John Wall because he got two hundred fifty million. That's not generational wealth. No, no, I, would, no I, would, I, I was saying that that was the example that that ch person chose to bring up for generational wealth. When we have somebody, an example like a Michael Jordan, for the person that they. But was just because for you brought up across a better example, don't I'm saying that that's that is an example. He didn't even. I don't, I don't think he was even thinking it. Like I, the, I you, you know what I'm saying. All right, yeah. Jordan. Jordan got sons, right? Yes. They work for the Jordan brand, not for Pepsi. But they work. I didn't, I, yeah. All right, they work. Like, that's what but I'm for the joy, they, they don't, they don't work. They're not bringing not a new idea. And they don't have to bring out a new idea. They working. I didn't say, but what I, when I was saying that they don't have to work, I meant for somebody else to make them rich. Like if you, if I leave, uh, Stit Incorporated, and my son is working for Stit Incorporated, then he's just maintaining the thing that I've already left him. He's not having to go out to work for Coca Cola to get his money to be able to invest to make a Stit Incorporated. You see right. what I'm saying? That is what I was talking about, uh, it, like setting up the thing. I mean that it, I, I agree. I agree with everybody is saying. With the yes, you should be able to live off of two hundred and fifty million for more than one generation. But if a nigga has made a two hundred fifty million dollars and we see it year after year after year after year, that nigga blows it in his generation. You see what I'm saying? It, it's got we got to it's got to be some type of gift. We gotta we gotta learn that the lump sum number that we bring is not the what is going to create the generational wealth. We then have to make the foundation like everybody is assuming that they would make if they had the money in their mindset right now. If you had $100 million, you would be investing. You would be setting up something like, you know what I'm saying, a, a bit or something like that to be able to make that money work for you, right? You wouldn't just be happy with your the fact that you got your $100 million and be like, all right, now I'm just living. You know what I'm saying? You would create something, you invest to create something that always keeps something else coming in. If I left my family $200 million and they never worked again, they should be more than fine. Period. Now, that's that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I can't argue that it's not generational wealth just because it ain't a bill. Like, you're saying, like, generational wealth doesn't mean niggas get to live, all, spend freely. millions a year every year. And live freely. Yeah, like. So what does it mean? What does generational wealth mean? 
You can't live freely. You can live freely. Think about the without spending that have- millions a year. That's the thing. Like it's all about. Like, you know, like, you're not going to be, after I die, you know, you probably should, unless you, if you want to, matter of fact, that's what it is. If you want to live and make millions, then invest probably. But if not, it's all, you got to adjust your lifestyle. Some people can live off a million dollars for the rest of their life. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So it doesn't make it not generational because you can't, I done left you a house, I done left you a car, 250 million, you ain't got to pay for nothing but but a light bill and groceries. For the rest of your life. <laughs> How is that not enough? And you're going to have to find something that you love to do. So you're going to be doing something in that time to where you're not just spending the money. That's it. You, you don't even it. have. Okay. Majority okay. niggas' Y'all bills that, be mortgaged. With, with the and, money that they but, have. But that's, that, but, that's. We're not but, talking about. Yeah, that's, that's on them. We're talking about niggas just generational wealth at the top. And then it's trickling to the bottom. Not not you got generational wealth. And you fucking your shit up for your Yeah, I'm about to say. It don't make it generational wealth. Because you didn't. Because you fucked it up. If you got generational wealth and it's a potential that you fuck it up, what do you think the people that's coming up under you? With no, the... That's what I'm saying. You keep talking about people fucking it up. Yeah, but... I'm it... talking about is if it's up there and it's not fucked up and it trickles down... Nigga, it should be enough. It, it ain't enough. not generational wealth because you fuck it up. It, Niggas yeah. get fucked up a bill. If they, if they fuck it up, it ain't going to be no generational wealth. Yeah, of course. Of course. If you don't fuck it up... 250 like, like million like, is uh, more than enough. What's the dude that ain't spending none of his... Kawhi. Nigga like Kawhi. Riding in that same ass truck. He ain't fucked up none of his money. So it's so like, his fam should be good. Down. And they should be good. Now, we ain't talking about the nigga that's spending foolishly when he know he the one, the, the, the breadwinner, and he the one to set it up for the family. We, I understand that. But if he if he, if the nigga that's, that's supposed to be the one that's sprinkling down the generation well, fucking up the money... It ain't gonna be done. Yeah, that, so, but it doesn't make yeah, it not generational wealth. No, I, generational wealth occurs when you have a you have the knowledge you put in the system, and then you have the plan for it to trickle down, like you guys are saying. Right, right. Not hey, I have this money. I done accumulated a hundred million dollars, fifty million dollars. Shit, I accumulated ten million dollars. I have really very little knowledge of how to do it, what to do with this myself, and then I'm going to leave it down there and expect that to be generational wealth. It is not going to happen because we don't even know what to do with the fucking money. Yeah, I hear what you're so, saying. You see so what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that was my whole point saying, when I first started. Yeah, but you trying to yeah, you putting it based on, on money. We no, we looking at the best, we looking at the best case scenario in it because we're assuming that that person has knowledge what to do with it. We 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 talking about Oh, it's going to be enough, but we just, I just, um, when you look at the percentages, 75% of NFL, 65% of NBA, it, that is motherfuckers that are getting access to it. They have access to it for probably over five years, and somehow it's still going on, so that's what I'm saying. They are not creating something, whether they should be able to live on it or not. It don't work. It don't work unless you goddamn create a service or a product or something to have a plan to be able to trickle down. But now you're relying on the person that do accumulate that money to have the knowledge to then now be able to responsible enough to be able to not spend his money foolishly and then to be able to think about the persons and then, you know what I'm saying, all that other stuff that's going into it. I mean, but that's why at this time of day, like after the documentary broke came out, I'm sure it's more people being frugal and thoughtful with their bread. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm hoping. You would hope so. We would hope, hope so. I would hope so. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's what it's coming down to. Even if, like, LeBron, you know, he ain't got to spend, he ain't been spending no money. His his kids are good for life. You see what but, I'm saying? But think about the this institution he had. He's made, he's made like, uh, the, the Springfield, you know what I'm saying, like, production company and stuff like that. I don't know if he would just be happy with leaving him with just his basketball money. I don't know for what money he left him with. 
them niggas can still be able to do something with themselves too. Like I don't I don't feel like, you know, even when somebody leave you down generational wealth, I don't feel like that cripples somebody. You know how many trust fund babies is out here for as far as the white community? Them niggas ain't stopped working. Them niggas still go get it. And they it's, got money in the bank. It's a lot of them that don't work at all. And what they do with their time. They ain't just I I know they ain't just spending the money. <laughs> Partying, yachts, casino, just doing whatever the fuck they want to do because that's what they was grew up in. They don't know no different. They don't know work. They have they they've been they've been rich yeah. their whole life. You saying uh, you saying you saying that it's not bro. I ain't saying it's not possible. Trust not fund baby. Trust fund baby is a term because they don't work. They just spend right. the money. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's all I was I was just more so talking about the knowledge of the black community for us to create generational wealth. We be the niggas that do have a, a billion dollars or something like that. We are holding them to the same accountability as somebody that has one million dollars or two hundred fifty thousand. So we gotta actually know. What what people need to do what and then you know what I'm saying that happens but we kind of got off on the tangent. Um, <laughs> shit, what up? What up? What else is there? Uh, that's been going on. Niggas just got quiet. I don't want to talk no more. Like God damn, Come, bro. It's like like nah. that's like that's how you just know a chicken, bro. When it comes to that money, bro, people. It's just, like, no, it's like no, why was it uncomfortable because, conversation? Like, it's, not uncomfortable. it's not even an uncomfortable conversation. I just don't people view it different. Yeah, and it's just like generational wealth is not like it's generational wealth isn't the knowledge on how to spend money. Like that's a whole nother conversation. Like we talking about the money. It's plenty of motherfuckers like two hundred fifty like there's niggas that barely scrape a million. Like, okay, you gotta think about it. generational wealth, right? Two hundred and fifty million. There's niggas that have generational wealth that over four generations will not accumulate two hundred and fifty million dollars. Like it so it's like it should be enough, but like nigga, like it's it doesn't make it not generational wealth because niggas don't know how to spend. I'm gonna just put it like this. I'm gonna just say this. Until we have our own references of what generational wealth looks like, no. there's no need to talking about nah, it. Nah, that's got. No, I'm just saying we can, <laughs> we can't, we can't talk about. I mean, it. I'm just saying we can talk about it, but I'm just saying we gotta find our own references. We using references that nowhere near us. John Wall, we, we're never gonna. You know what I mean? I know some people. I know some people that I can never. I don't know. I'm we gotta stop. We gotta stop talking like that too quick. What? We gotta stop putting possibilities on what we can never do. We don't know. We part of something right now that could potentially be big as all. We don't know. What you mean? You said we could never have John Wall. I, uh, we don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about somebody in your presence, somebody you're touching on a daily basis can, like, even with anything, like marriage. We want If we want to talk about marriage, bro, you got to get your references to somebody that's had a successful marriage for 40 years. We haven't talked about one person that is, has generational wealth for their family. Who? We didn't talk about nobody Who? that got generational wealth. Michael Jordan got generational wealth for their family. Well, name somebody else. Just, that's something according that's, to y'all. You just said I John know Wall. plenty of people that that, no, name that, them. I hear that have generational wealth. That if their kid didn't have to want to work again, they wouldn't have to. Who? I ain't about to name the names, but I know people personally. All right, all right. You know what I'm saying? And they and they according have generational to y'all, if wealth. They got a business. If they got a, according to y'all, if they got a business and they can buy a house and they can buy a car, they got generational wealth. I know people that got businesses and then got houses and got cars. To me, generational wealth isn't just being able to buy million dollar houses and. Like, I just feel like that's all social media shit. Like generational wealth isn't just flying private and vacationing every day, and you know what I'm saying. Like that's cool, but that don't mean mean that if you can't do that, that you don't accumulate generational wealth. And that's why I just think it's like 
getting confused. Like niggas, niggas think that they generation of wealth or like they should be able to do everything they see on social media, and I feel like that shit is incorrect as fuck. That's all. Like, like y'all, like two hundred fifty million dollars, bro. It's so much fucking money. I know it's a lot but of But because money. niggas want to be able to fly private and vacation and buy whips this week, a whip next week, be able to throw bread in the club, like, et cetera, it sounds like that ain't enough. No, it could be. For, some... gener- for four generations of people. <laughs> That's nuts. To me. That's like nuts. He's just saying we don't know how to spend the money regardless. Well, I get that, but I'm just I get that part. But to say that it's not generational wealth just because we don't know how to spend it is incorrect. Yeah, right. No, it just I, means we need to learn how to spend. I said, it. The, I said the lump sum of it is not generational. The yes, lump sum, it if you is. never make another money, another dollar, pe- bro, you can you what's can the, have a bad. What's, the, what's he's, the difference? He's, uh, he's saying the lump sum. He's saying you make it one, one time. time. That's not what, ju- what's that's, the difference between two hundred fifty million over and, and nobody makes no more money for eighty years. And making what's yeah. eighty divided by twenty? I mean by two fifty. What is that? Making thirty million every year. There's no difference. There's no difference, bro. It's when you have a lump sum, you only take is only can get smaller. It can only get smaller. Only get smaller. But there's no. Di- you make two hundred fifty. Okay, let's cut the number down. A hundred million over ten years is no different <laughs> than making ten million every year for ten years. Okay, so it's no why difference. do some people like the steady money coming in on the regular That's versus all... getting a long sum of money? But, in, in, but... in in majority of the situations, would you rather, like, uh, I've been given a lump sum of money before and thinking that I can make it for a long time and it don't fucking happen. I'd be like, where the fuck the money but went? That's on you, nigga. But, that's bro, not I, that's that's me that you didn't it, get but, enough but, money. But, but I'm saying, if I never created enough money, that is not something to, if, if I had a lump sum of money and it never made another single dollar, that right there can potentially be fucked up. Now, if I had this lump sum of money and I had a, situ- and I had a system in process, then it would help me get there. Then I would be more comfortable versus the lump sum. You see what I'm saying? Like I didn't, I didn't had lump sums of money before, and it dwindled down. Me, I, me, I can say, yo, I want to save the money. I want to. I'm not gonna spend the money too much. It's gonna be fruit. Just stuff is gonna. It's stuff that's gonna happen, and it's gonna come up where it's only dwindling. It's not making no more money. It's not working for me. At some point, this is gonna get low. I'm changing the way I. Um, I'm changing the way I live. All that stuff. That's not. I don't think that that is gonna set you up for generational wealth. Getting it one time, one lump sum. Now, if you're able to. Get a lump sum of money and then create some type of money coming in. Any type of money saying, coming are we in. Are working with the lump sum? You keep leaving out that. That's a, that's no. A thing that I'm, e- my keep, point keep is, even if you don't work with the lump sum, a hundred million should be enough for your family for generations. Period. It don't make it better if for generations they make it ten million a year off a of business. Nigga, a hundred million should be enough. If you fuck it up, you fuck it up. <laughs> that don't mean it wasn't enough. Yeah. If you got fifty, I feel you, if you I feel you. okay, nigga, if you make fifty thousand a year after tax, if you get fifty thousand beginning year and it don't last a year, you fuck it up. That don't mean it wasn't enough. You fucked it up. You see that big yeah. ass fifty? You went out and bought some bullshit. Yeah. Then halfway through the year, you only I got ten thousand. If you get a two hundred fifty thousand lump sum, I don't know how you got it. But before you got it, you was working to do something to pay bills. That's it. That money still come in. You may be spending on that two fifty, but you still got a little bit of that check coming in. I don't know what you're doing. If with you that. was living people off, of, if you was living off of two hundred fifty thousand, and you was making fifty thousand a year, you should be able to maintain your life for five years. But if you stupid. And go buy some dumb shit with the two hundred fifty thousand. That don't mean it wasn't enough. You stupid. Yeah. 
That don't mean it what even if you don't touch shit else. People hit the lottery, they quit their job. That's it. But even if you do, <laughs> but even if you do, if you but no, people win the lottery and change their lifestyle. That's the stupid shit. If I'm making sixty thousand a year and I'm cool, I hit for six for six million. I should be cool, but niggas hit for the six million. Go buy a million dollar crib. Go buy Lambo. Next thing you know, fuck, it's three years. I ain't got no bread yet. Was the million Plus, dollar crib a good investment? You can argue whether it is or not. If it was bought, it might be getting some money. You, it might but be some equity is it, now. But is it is it is it is it a smart is it a smart investment when you only made six million and now your bills done went from. Eleven hundred to five thousand for the million dollar crib. <laughs> That's what? what I'm saying. What's your point? No, no, no. no Don't no. go buy the fucking crib, nigga. Nigga, if you make two hundred fifty million dollars, your life is going to change. No, it don't have to. That's the fucking point. It doesn't have to. But let's be it, realistic. No, though. no, be realistic. And stop being stupid. That's the point. Niggas get two hundred fifty million and want to go buy a twenty five hundred million dollar crib. I, I feel. I feel. No, you're arguing stupidity. No, that don't have to be the reality. Is go being done with two hundred fifty right. million. Right. No, I, I, that bro, doesn't I'm have not, to be I, the reality. I'm not saying. I'm not, bro. I just we talked about we talked about what John. We we, we I gave an example of an NBA nigga, right? But nigga, niggas want to live lavish. That is my point. 250 million is more than enough for a generation, bro. But we don't want to live. Okay, so all right, you, that's all. All right, all right. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if if I'm the dad and I accumulated 250 million dollars, I raise you up a certain lifestyle. Now you get to a point. Now this whole time I'm telling you, hey son, I need you to work. I need you to do all this stuff. Now I'm telling you, I need you to do all this stuff. I raise you up the right way. You ain't. You've lived a certain type of lifestyle. Now, when you get to twenty one, you expect him to go live from. Uh, Dad was providing me million dollar lifestyle, something like that. Whatever the case may be. To now, when I'm twenty one, I'm old enough. Now it's in my hands. I gotta live frugal, or whatever the case may be. Everybody don't think like that, and it's not stupidity. It's just the. It's just the facts. All right. It's just the facts. We saying that, oh, yeah, you get an $8 million check or something like that. Nothing in your life is going to change. It's just human nature that somebody's going to change. That's not stupid. We're blaming it on human nature, and that's that's the problem. That's the issue. Yeah. That is literally the issue. We get $8 million, and we like, got to change it up. Got to go stunt. You, you, I didn't say you had to go crazy. I just you said, said your lifestyle is going to change a little bit. But it, you said it don't it have shouldn't. to. It doesn't have to. Okay. Like, but his it, lifestyle's it, not changing. He's still living in the same lifestyle. That you, you shouldn't. The example you give you should uh, look if you but wanted you, to but, be generational but, but wealth. But then that money is only gonna dwindle if he keep living that lifestyle. It's only gonna dwindle if he doesn't work. Eh? You can't. can't but even if you don't if work, you, if it you, can be enough. Okay, uh, quick. All right. I see what you're saying. saying. I see yeah, what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I understand. Like, I, you'll act like I don't understand that. But it doesn't make it generational wealth because it's a lump sum. Like that's what you keep saying. Like it's gonna dwindle down, nigga. If I get a billion dollars, it's gonna dwindle. It's gonna dwindle. If I don't never do nothing else but with nigga, billion dollars. If I don't go do dumb shit with it, it should go last for me. It should last for my family. It should last for their family. It should last for their family. You just talked about Jordan. Jordan, everything shuts down. Jordan Court. You ain't pay no taxes everything. yet. You ain't paid no taxes on the billion. Oh my God. This is real life. What are you and, talking about? And you get a billion right now, you think your family gonna run through it in two generations? 
They could. You don't it make could no more if, I, if I didn't well, make no more stupid. money, they could. They're stupid. They're have, just making that generational wealth because first of all, because first of all, if I had a billion dollars, now I've got to think about my family and the people that I'm taking care of and stuff. It's not only for me, right? The money that I made and the stuff like that. If we, if I'm, if I'm to the point where now I'm the breadwinner and stuff like that, it's not only for people. Now people are coming to me with a problem. It's a bunch of shit that goes on to it. You have to pay taxes. It every like single, a bunch of excuses. Every man. single year, you have to pay taxes. People are coming to your money for taxes that every single year. That doesn't matter, bro. Okay, you're right. You're right, bro. We've been. That out, all an excuse. If a, if I get a billion right now, nobody should have to work for four minimum four generations. You, the only thing is them not, but that doesn't make it not generational wealth because nigga don't know how to spend it. The I, fuck is taxes I, I, on I, the I, bill? I hear what both of y'all are saying, and y'all gonna keep going around the circle. I, that's what I'm. I'm, I'm y'all gonna keep going around the circle. I'm, I'm, but you trying to make some point with it dwindling? If it's a certain amount, it should not matter. Okay. Dwindling, that's not non-factor. Okay. It doesn't matter if money ever comes in again. Every, everything dwindles. Your check dwindles. It doesn't, but it doesn't matter. It does matter. It only matters if you go do dumb shit. I, and that's I, all. And I, and that's that's just, it. Yeah. Niggas get okay. a bill. What's the f- Niggas gonna go buy a $500 million crib. Niggas gonna do some dumb shit. $500 million? Niggas gonna go do some dumb <laughs> shit. Niggas gonna go overspend and then be like, damn, bro, I had a bit. But I'm saying, yeah. I know what you're saying, but that's what he's saying back to the lower level. Like, right now, niggas is fucking up the little money that they be getting. It's imagine them getting something big. They gonna fuck that up, too. I agree. My and, point is, it's just not, it doesn't make it not generational wealth because niggas okay. can't spend right. it. That's right. it. Right. Okay, but, all right, so we're we ending it right here, but I'm gonna just give another one example just on the lower level to say, right? Boom. This person is used to making thirty thousand dollars a year. They go get a job that pays them one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Just off the rip of them having a hundred and fifty thousand dollar job, their life is going to change. Now they could be still smart with the money, but now their life is going to change. Different stuff is going on in their life, and stuff like that is going to happen. They are still not living. They made it work off the thirty thousand. You see what I'm saying? But then they, they got 150, but shit ha- now they now they was like, okay, boom, I'm in a different environment. I gotta I can't dress the same way I was dressing in 30,000. I gotta be in I gotta dress for the why? 150. Why? Uh-huh. Why? I don't know why. See what I'm saying? That's 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 what <laughs> that's what that's what he said. <laughs> that's that's what, I get what you said. I get what you said. I'm, I'm talking about how the way the world works. I'm not talking about an idealistic per, per, perfect way and the perfect mindset of everything. I'm talking about how the world works. It's not works. about a perfect we make it regular to do dumb shit. We make it regular to get a meal and go spend some right, dumb hold on, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you never have you ever heard of anybody like I saved, bro? I saved for three years straight, bro. I'm talking about I ain't do this, I ain't do that. I saved for three years straight. You ever heard anybody say that? Yeah. All right. So like, why you think like somebody got thirty thousand, they get a hundred fifty, they're gonna automatically jump into a new car, a new crib, new clothes, and new. I didn't say I didn't say it was I'm, automatically gonna happen off the rip. I'm but I'm saying. saying their lifestyle, their life is going to change. It they, doesn't have to. Okay. All right. That's and that and that and that's and that's, and that's what and that's, and that's, and that's, and that's the way to disagree to agree. You know what I'm saying? They are they they are going to and, and not say they're going to jump from a thirty thousand uh, dollar a thirty thousand dollar a year lifestyle to a one fifty, but they may go to a goddamn that's all seventy five. That's all I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? And, and you saying that they're on it? They're going to have the 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 crazy amount of discipline to stay at that thirty thousand. Every single person. He's not saying they. He's not saying. He's not saying they. They do. But he said, just like you said, they can spend they, it. They First can, of they all, can, he they said can, he don't can argue the generational way. wealth at all, in my opinion. Number one, and number two, if a nigga go for thirty thousand a year to one fifty, okay, your lifestyle changes. That don't mean you should be broke now. What was it? What's the point of that? What's the point of that example? 
but to now one fifty thousand now turns and it, it used to be a lot of money. Now this turns into not a lot of money. Okay, but here's the thing: you your family gets the lump sum, right? It's only not generational wealth if your family not thinking it's generational wealth. Period. If you're thinking I want this two hundred fifty million to last generations, it can. But motherfuckers see the two fifty and think it's theirs, um, and they run it up. But if it two fifty is more than enough to be generational wealth, but you had to look at it like that. You can't look at it like I got two fifty. I'm gonna run it up. Yeah. And you don't have to. And you have to look at it like I don't want to work. I don't want the next generation to work. I don't want them to have to work. So I'm gonna spend it like that. Your no. lifestyle does not have to change because you get two hundred fifty million. But niggas see it for themselves. Nah, it's I'm, a selfish I'm, I'm, thing. I'm this. I ain't gonna lie. I see. I see both sides. But like Patrick Williams, you feel what I'm saying? NBA kid from West yeah. from, from the Charlotte. I've been to his mama house. She sells flowers and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I went back over there since he's been in the NBA. She stays in the same house. Now she got, I went in there. The furniture got them, but got better. You see what I'm saying? Her setup yeah. for her flower shop done got better. Yeah. But she's in the same spot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They could have definitely uprooted and been in Chicago by now. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm saying, there's certain people that will do it and certain people that won't. You know what I'm saying? So, it, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's person to person with that shit. It's person to person. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. No, for sure. Just have the knowledge and shit like that. Yeah, it's just person to person. Us as a community got to have the knowledge and understanding, like you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And even if you do accumulate the money, and that is the case maybe, know that you have some some, uh, opportunities and think about the people that's coming after you and stuff like that. That's I think that's the whole point of Tyler. Like, just being aware and thinking about the people that's coming after and stuff like that, too. So... That we did get, it. <laughs> we did start going in on on that, but um, shit, I don't know. Uh, we got anything else, y'all? Uh, not man. Um, I went out on um, this past weekend. Ant pulled up. What was that? Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday, I went out and like I was at the venue, and I'm just thinking like the venue was kind of weak. Like it wasn't even turned up in there. But the people I was with, um, I had a good time. So now I'm just thinking all 2024. It ain't the place. It's the people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. So wherever yeah, I'm at, like, I don't, like, people go, let's go to, hey, who, like, it ain't who all going, but, like, I'm going to make sure that it's a group of people there that we going to vibe wherever it's at. Absolutely. Because could, you could be at the top hottest club and you not enjoy yourself if the people ain't there. For sure. So you could be at the hole in the wall, but if you got the right community around you, y'all lit. You know what I'm saying? So I agree moving with forward, everywhere I go, you know what I'm saying, anytime I'm trying to do something, I'm definitely trying to get a group chat of people. That's you know down to have fun. We ain't got we ain't even got to spend a lot of money. But uh, when it's when it's ten of us and we wanna you know indulge, sure. everybody throwing the dub. That ain't nothing. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to do a collective stuff instead of you know, um, you know doing stuff alone like I have been in the past. So I feel that. That's nah, I th- I think we kind of all kind of been on that. Like you said, it's the people that you with and not the the only right, thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was talking about that, I think, last year with just, like, the controlling your environment. It was like, man, fuck that. We we, we bring yeah, the party yeah. to wherever we at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, no, that's sure. Um, damn. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I ain't got my phone, so I, ain't, I can't see in my notes or anything like that. But, um... Deja Pell, stand up. Oh, yeah. That, that's, what, that? that's the other thing I want to talk about. Yeah, that came out. I liked it. You, you, you watched it, Tyler? It was cool. Yeah, I was about to say it wasn't like one of his great specials or nothing. Yeah, it wasn't his best. It was a lot special. of. It was a lot of. Uh, he had some critiquing. long. Set, he had some long setups. It was a lot of critiquing, like you know, 
Yeah, there's a lot of critiquing of it. Like it, it definitely seemed. Yeah, do you think? Do you think that? Do you think the the Do you think that um alphabet community touched them a little bit? Because it kind of seemed like that to me. Um, it's less of that. I just think you need to let the shit go. Like, yeah, it's just getting old. Like, yeah. all right, bro, cool. Like, after a while, it's like, all right, bro, that's enough. Like, he still own it. Like, he started off by saying, "I'm done with it," but then he kept. Commenting on it, and it's kind of like, all right, bro, like it's just getting old, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. that was all. But I mean, it's cool, you know, it's cool, like because he's so good, people people gonna always respect it to an extent. But yeah, I mean, my opinion, it was one of the worst ones I've seen from him, if not the worst. Yeah, he had long callbacks, yeah, like the, the the uh, the dancer, Deborah. That shit yeah. was like that shit was like a thirty minute joke. I was like, God damn, he set that, that motherfucker one. up. Yeah, dude. I ain't watched it. I gotta go watch yeah. it. Yeah, the little submarine joke wasn't really funny. No, that shit like, was not funny. Yeah, at all. it just like it, it just wasn't. It was, it was a lot of. It, it's hard for me to say. Like I went, I watched some Dave, Dave Chappelle shows, and I was like, that ain't funny. Like I can't really remember times I was really saying that about multiple jokes. Do, but do you? Uh, are you gonna take the time to go see Cat Williams when he come? No, cause them tickets high as fuck. I just look. <laughs> what they, what they talking about? Two hundred men up top. Two hundred men. Yes. Where he doing it at? The stage. Bojangles. Oh. Yeah. So that's. I mean, Bojangles is not. That's they tripping for that, cause Bojangles. They tripping. Yeah. yeah they, they, I mean, he just came out. It must I guess be, that's why. But before yeah, that show dropped, we probably about. I literally this morning. I was like, I'm before cool. that show dropped, we probably about fifty. Nah, that nigga independent. That nigga said we need that money back, nigga. Two hundred. I can't pay no two hundred <laughs> to see nobody, bro. I'm cool. I watched the special on Flicks. Yeah, it's gonna be on Flicks. Yeah, and I'll be honest too. I've only seen like two comedians, or two like shows of comedians. In like arenas, and it'd be cool, but it don't hit the same like a comedy club. So I always be really against doing arenas in general, but definitely not. You say more compact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy yeah. clubs always hit different, but yeah, I I seen a few. I've seen a bunch of people in comedy clubs, or yeah. like a more, but not no Bojangles. Like I, I went and seen uh one time they did a CIAA shit there, and that shit don't hit the same, especially if you far as fuck. That shit don't. Really I see hit. what you're saying. Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, they did a comedy show CIAA one year. Oh. And in Bojangles, and it just don't it don't hit when you fucking thirty rows back and shit. Like it don't. Yeah, so I'd rather just wait for the crib. That, that ain't shit rolling. echoing off the back, like it ain't nice. Yeah. Mhm. Damn. Oh, I really wish I had my notes. I ain't got damn got shit. But if we ain't got nothing, we can. Uh, wrap it up, man. Make sure y'all stand yeah. on what y'all said y'all was, man. When 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 it was the first. Oh, for I know sure. We a weekend, man. Y'all keep. Attacking, keep staying sure. after it, keep staying focused on what them goals you wrote down was, man. Man, I went to the gym on, I think we recorded on the 30th. I went to the gym on the 1st. It was packed in that motherfucker, dog. I'll tell you, it was packed. I went to the gym on Thursday. That shit was dwindling down already. I dwindling. said, damn. Yeah. That nah, shit is crazy. I'm about to, I, gotta, I gotta make some on Instagram to make sure, like, I'm about to make a little, uh, a little post or something. Get some new Every clients. morning, huh? Get some new clients for the yeah, year. Yeah, I've definitely been getting some new yeah. clients. But First like this, 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 this is always my busiest time, just because like with the football background, it's off season, so everybody's trying oh, to get off season yeah. training. Yeah. So first, 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 um, first. It's, it's, it's it's going good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, man. Um, let's uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up then. <laughs> wrap it up then. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up then. I ain't gonna. Let me see. I'm gonna play with that. Generational wealth. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you know it's funny. We got down making a clip about this shit and be all wrong or something. You know what I'm saying? We were posting shit. We was talking crazy in the comments. Oh, y'all wrong. Y'all know nothing about generational yeah, yeah, wealth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but that's that's I know. Like, <laughs> this is gonna always be good. Good comments, bad comments. Oh, of course. I'm making reels. I'm a content creator now. Fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Fuck with me. I've been playing some old school shit. I'm about to play that they don't know. John B, man. My sleeper. Uh, hit the, uh, oh, that's the, the box. Just for love. 